What's going on, everybody? RJ Ochoa here from SB Nations, bloggingtheboys.com. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and full disclosure, this is an emergency episode here on both the Blog and the Boys podcast network and the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. We're recording the video and the audio for this to share in both places. Please subscribe, whether you're a podcast listener or a watcher on the YouTube channel. I am putting this together. My clock reads 11.57 p.m. on Wednesday, August 24th, 2022. We had to actually cancel some of the episodes we had going out on the podcast network on Wednesday morning because the news that you have likely seen by this point in time first reported by ESPN late Wednesday night Dallas Cowboys left tackle. I'm just going to read you uh, Todd Archer's tweet. Uh, Tyron Smith suffered a severe injury to his left hamstring in Wednesday's practice that could cost him multiple months of the 2022 season, sources tell me and Adam Schefter. Todd talking about himself, not me, obviously. More reviews to fully determine the severity are planned for Thursday. Uh, reports started to come out on uh, you know a few, I wouldn't say a few hours, actually just a little bit afterwards. Uh, Calvin Watkins of the Dallas Morning News tweeting out, a person with knowledge of the injury confirmed Calvin Cowboys left tackle Tyron Smith tore his left hamstring. I don't know where to begin. I mean, I really, truly don't know where to begin if you um, you likely just, I guess, let's begin with the sequence. This happened during Wednesday's practice for the Dallas Cowboys, their final training camp practice the Cowboys had on Wednesday at the Star in Frisco. Uh, obviously, they have their preseason finale on Friday night against the Seattle Seahawks, and then Tuesday, they're trimming down their roster to their final 53, well, initial final 53, before they make whatever moves they're going to make, um, and then obviously begin the season on Sunday Night Football on September 11th against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were struggling with offensive line issues themselves um tyron smith left practice before it was over hobbled off things didn't look great uh, initial reports after the practice was over from the local beat was that you know there were some positive vibes connor mcgovern said that the tyron gave him his his usual kind of positive or reassuring grunt um so i think everybody a lot of people at least went to bed on wednesday night kind of thinking that everything was going to be okay there were reports that tyron was going to get an mri on thursday morning um and obviously look again i told you the time putting this together so maybe you're watching and listening to this uh much later but we'll see the exact total details but um Todd Archer, one of the best people on the Cowboys beat, and obviously Adam Schefter um, is one of the foremost NFL insiders on the beat, and so feels pretty safe to say that this is um, not exactly um, going to end well. Um, Look, the reason I said I don't know where to start is... We, we've we've talked about this right and look I'm so bummed I'm so sad for Tyron Smith this sucks so much um you know we don't know exactly what months mean you know Todd Archer said multiple months I mean if we take that literally I mean you know that puts us you know two months right like if we're just super literal with that term puts us from today at October 25th so you're talking about let's just kind of round up let's say through Halloween maybe like maybe you get Tyron Smith back for the second half of the season I don't know like I'm not a doctor I mean I, I have no idea what this means but what I do know is that we have been talking about this. We have been screaming about this. Some people have said that we've been endlessly complaining about this. And this isn't about anybody being right. This is about this was completely and totally predictable, right? This was completely and totally predictable. The Dallas Cowboys did this to themselves to recap the you know thing we have said many different times many different shows across block and the boys properties you know the cowboys ended last season a very promising year and you can make an argument that they should have loaded up capitalized on their window etc etc they traded away amari cooper we had a video about that on the channel on wednesday afternoon fine whatever but when it came to the tackle position the cowboys decided to cut lyle collins 
fine. We're not going to relitigate that, we keep saying. We're not going to touch that anymore. But they decided to cut Lyle Collins. And that obviously isn't necessarily related to this, right? Lyle's playing the right side. Tyron's playing the left side. But where that impacted things when it came to Tyron, and obviously his injury is his injury. But when, when, when they cut Lyle Collins, it promoted Terrence Steele to right tackle. And what did the Cowboys do? What did they do to answer their hole, their gap, their void at swing tackle? They did nothing. They did absolutely nothing. They spent the fifth round draft pick that they got in the Amari Cooper trade on Matt Walletsko. That's it. I'm not being silly. I'm not joking with you. I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not trying to, to you know exaggerate for effect or anything like that. That is literally the only uh, like only sizable addition that the Cowboys made to their tackle room as a whole. The plan heading into camp in Oxnard, California was for one of Josh Ball or Matt Walletsko to become this team's primary swing tackle. And a common response you get, and I know my, my voice is choking up, I was drinking some hot tea before this all started, and so it's kind of kind of manifesting there, but, you know, where a lot of people kind of try to clap back or argue and say, well, you know, d- what, what, what about other NFL teams? What, what, how, how do they handle swing tackle? What, you know, do, they, do they have three viable starting tackles in the NFL? Every situation is different, all right? But if we're examining this situation, Tyron Smith is a future Pro Football Hall of Famer. He's an amazing player when healthy, but that last part is a stipulation because it has been very real for over half a decade. We have gone six years in a row. That's not a small sample size by any stretch of the imagination. We have gone six years in a row where Tyron Smith has had to miss time for some reason or another I've said it multiple different ways Tyron Smith has not played a full season since Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott were in college Tyron Smith has not played a full season since the Dallas Cowboys called Valley Ranch their world headquarters not the star in Frisco and so when you know that when you know that 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 you are likely going to deal not even likely you could you can't call anything a guarantee you know what I mean but what it is as guarantee uh, uh, as a guarantee can get or as a non-guarantee can get I should say when you know that that's the case, you have to prepare. The episode that we had to delete, I talked about an insurance policy, right? If, if you get into a car accident, your insurance policy goes up. If you get into another one, your insurance continues to rise, things like that. I'm not an insurance agent, so don't come for me if you are. But you get the point. You have to understand the variables and the factors at play for your specific situation. And the Dallas Cowboys knew the situation that they had going on with Tyron Smith. They knew that it was going to be, in all likelihood, a situation where they had to have somebody able to replace him and they didn't add anybody and so now Josh Ball is you know got people saying Josh Ball sucks Josh Ball sucks and I'm not saying Josh Ball's playing well but what did the Cowboys do they sold Josh Ball out Matt well let's go did practice on Tuesday so he's another option but again the Cowboys plan here was for two players with combined zero NFL experience to come in and save them their overall plan this offseason has been to get lucky that has been how they have operated from start not even to finish obviously we haven't even really technically started they did this to themselves and you can argue maybe that they drafted Tyler Smith and that was their way of hedging their bet here but if they really did want to hedge their bet with Tyler Smith right he's the left tackle of the future why have we not seen him working at tackle throughout camp to this point if you know that Tyron Smith is likely going to miss camp at some point why are you not preparing Tyler Smith you're just going to throw him in there whatever the case may be if it's week six or week 10 I mean, obviously it's not anymore but that is a really irresponsible way to go about doing this it is a completely arrogant way to go about doing this and so 
Look, I feel for Tyron Smith so much. I think that's the most important thing here. Um, he's had such a long career. He's been such a great player. And it's so obvious that, that you know, he's much closer to the end of things than he is the beginning as far as his playing time in the NFL is concerned. But, man, this is just such a huge bummer with the season two and a half weeks away. And so we're, we're left kind of, you know, stuck, right? I mean, hey, the season starts in two and a half weeks. You just said it, RJ. What do we do? Veteran options. Our own David Howman at blogontheboys.com wrote about six names a few weeks ago because this has been a problem that we have been able to see for months now so we've been talking about it talking about options etc the six names that Halman listed you should go read his article uh, Ty Inseki who was technically the team swing tackle last year before Terrence Steele stole that job Nate Solder Marcus Cannon Eric Fisher Brian Balaga who Mike McCarthy obviously knows from their time together with the Green Bay Packers Jason Peters I saw a great point from Landon McCool uh, blogging the boys alum co-host of the Lockdown Cowboys podcast go listen to them that now Jason Peters maybe he wasn't in consideration because before this news you were talking about players to either play on the right side and demote Terrence Steele to swing tackle duty or players to be your swing tackle, which would obviously potentially have to play right tackle. But now you're talking about a true classic left tackle. So Jason Peters is is a much more legitimate option you know, now than he was an hour ago for me uh, in terms of the time I'm putting this together. So those are, those are your veteran options. And, and, and the Cowboys have refused at every turn to address this situation by way of, of free agency. I mean, look, I'm not saying they did a great job, but they have at least signed veteran wide receivers when it comes to that avenue of team building they did technically sign James Washington he was actually their first external free agent signing of the offseason I don't know if you classify Kevontae Turpin as a veteran obviously it's a bit of a unique thing but they did sign him so they have technically brought in people there they have brought in nobody at tackle nobody despite knowing the injury history associated with Tyron Smith they have not done anything they have crossed their fingers closed their eyes and put the other fingers in their ear and said la 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 everything's going to be totally fine because we want it to be now one other option because we have to talk about this and there's obviously going to be a lot of layers and tentacles to this we'll of course keep you updated at blogontheboys.com here on the blog of the boys podcast network and the blog of the boys youtube channel of course of course across blog and the boys social properties tyler smith we mentioned it seemingly the left tackle of the future for this team could the Cowboys decide to kick him out to left tackle now and play Connor McGovern at left guard for what it's worth ahead of Wednesday's practice the practice in which Tyron Smith was injured Mike McCarthy said that if the Cowboys had to play a game today which today is now yesterday uh, Wednesday um, that Connor McGovern would have played at left guard I don't think anybody believed that I think that was just coach speak and, and just kind of you got to earn your star and your stripes all that kind of you know jazz um, but on some level the Cowboys kind of believe that Connor McGovern is a superior player at left guard so you can certainly make an argument it's a poor one just because of the circumstances that led to it but you can make an argument that the Cowboys best path forward here and because you're obviously looking long term in the future now you're it's hard to envision Tyrant Smith playing in 2023 which is a bummer in and of itself but you're, you're looking towards the future you're obviously looking towards the here and now you can make an argument that playing Tyler Smith at left tackle and Connor McGovern at left guard is the way to go you can also then if you're living within that argument be frustrated that the Cowboys did not devote any serious time to left tackle for Tyron Smith to this point throughout camp, throughout the preseason. Again, many people have said when we've had these conversations about Tyron Smith, it's so difficult, right? Tyron, Tyler Smith, when they talk about Tyron Smith, many people have said, don't worry, if he gets hurt, they're going to kick Tyler Smith out to left tackle. Fine, I can accept that premise that that has been a legitimate potential hypothetical plan. But if it were the case, then why have they not been giving him any time? I mean, it's such a difficult thing to play left tackle in the NFL. Why are you having Tyler Smith potentially going to do it whenever he was going to hypothetically 
play do it cold with no experience. And I'm not saying preseason or camp are, are the most viable opportunities to learn and to grow and to develop, but they're better than nothing. And so the Cowboys have squandered those opportunities. We'll see how they handle Friday night, obviously. Uh, Tyler Smith has kind of been on ice as of late, and, and understandably so. He's been playing a lot of football, but that is the option. I, I think, you know, you have to debate what option is best. You have to say, do we prefer a veteran option? You know, should we just replace somebody, replace Tyron specifically, or do we replace two people? Do we, you know, because we all believe, right, that Tyler Smith was going to be the starting left guard on this team so do we replace Tyler Smith at left guard and kick Tyler Smith out to left tackle and hope that that is going to work itself out but then if that is the case you are starting a true pure total absolute rookie at left tackle in a season where you were supposed to be competing and supposed to be taking advantage of a window that has presented itself to you because of the talent on your team talent that you didn't get rid of over the offseason it's tough and I get it. I get it if you're frustrated. I get it if you're pissed off. I get it if you're sad. I get it if you're bummed. I think all of those emotions are fair and warranted. But I cannot stress enough that the Cowboys did this to themselves. They they did. They, they had every opportunity. They cut players. They, they traded, obviously cut Lyle Collins, traded away uh, Amari Cooper. And they did so in the name of having their precious salary cap space that they have not utilize and they can make the argument and if they do something about it i suppose we can give them an inch of credit they can make the argument that if they had to smash the glass and press the button and yank out of the precious treasure chest that features this salary cap space that this is the time that they cut lyell and traded amari cooper this was what they were stocking up for for if they had to dip into this resource dip into their rations if they do if they spend some big money they go out and get jason peters we'll still be pissed off because we have every right to be pissed off the way they went about this makes no logical sense whatsoever but here they are they can only make the best out of the situation we certainly need to remember and you know assess how we got here but it is not unsalvageable it is difficult though it is difficult they have made this season much more hard than it has to be and they they've at every turn almost done it in a hypocritical way and this is something that's kind of being floated out um obviously in the aftermath of this news again it's it's midnight right now and so the internet can be a weird place at this hour at least again at the time i'm putting this together but when the cowboys touched down in oxnard california and they had their opening press conference out there at the tennis courts at the marriott Jerry Jones, because there has been so much criticism about the way the Cowboys have handled things over the course of the offseason as a whole, talked about, didn't name names, but effectively implicated Amari Cooper, Lyle Collins, and Randy Gregory, despite the fact that the Cowboys wanted to bring back Randy Gregory and had a contract ready to do so, but effectively intimated that the reason that they did not do that was availability that that was why they were comfortable moving on with those three players in fact that was why they wanted to move on from those three, three players oh Lyle Collins he isn't available for us so we don't want that on our team Amari Cooper wasn't available for us we don't want that on our team Randy Gregory whose unavailability the Cowboys nobly supported to be fair you know we don't want that on our team Tyron Smith is and through no fault of his own, I mean, kind of the face of unavailability. Again, we're talking about now marks seven years in a row that he is going to miss. Some, that's over half of his career at this point in time. So over half of his career, he has been unavailable to you for some portion of time, which is why that argument never made sense. We have always talked about, we have always said, we have always stressed that we would rather have 13 games, 12 games, 10 games of Tyron Smith and a viable swing tackle option than 17 games of a lot of other tackles in the NFL. But that plan only works if you have a viable swing tackle option. And the Cowboys have not 
properly prepared for that. They haven't even kind of prepared for this. They, they have they have done the bare minimum here, and now, I mean, this situation has completely unfolded and landed itself in front of them, and they're sitting there saying, wow, this is unfortunate. What do we, do? you know, this, how could we have possibly known that this was going to be a thing? It, again, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I couldn't run an NFL team. I'm not saying you could run an NFL team. This was so easy to, to see. This was so obviously going to happen and the fact that they did absolutely they actually worsened their level of preparation they diminished their level of preparation over the offseason all they did was regress in the sense of being prepared for this hypothetical injury and so here they sit in a worse position than they have been in a very long time and already this foot's getting started off or this season's getting off I should say started off on the wrong foot it was in 2020 when Dak Prescott basically had to play obviously he didn't play the whole season but basically he had to play every part that he did play without both Lyle Collins who missed the entire season and Tyron Smith who barely played so I mean hey Dak we need you to go out there. We need you to save us, right, Dak? You don't have Tyron Smith. We cut Lyle Collins. You don't have Amari Cooper, right? You know, save us. Be Dak. Be the guy we paid all the money to. You're the, we gave you all the money, so you should be the one. That's dumb. It's stupid. I mean, you know, and I feel, again, my my top, you know, first foremost, and not even first foremost, my entire level of emotion belongs to Tyron Smith. I feel so much for him here. But again, if we examine the tentacles and the layers, like I said, there's there's emotion for Dak Prescott. This is a, a much more difficult road for him. And I know that Mike McCarthy is not exactly the most popular person among Dallas Cowboys fans, but I feel for Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy, hey, you know what, man? If you don't go to the playoffs, if you don't get to the NFC Championship game, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Sean Payton. We just we don't have the time for you, dude. Hey, Mike McCarthy, by the way, um, we're going to pretend that we don't know if we're going to keep you around just so we can keep your defensive coordinator around. I'm not knocking Dan Quinn. I'm just saying that's a real factor here, right? Hey, Mike, um, you know, we're we're gonna keep kind of like openly flirting with Sean Payton, uh, but it's cool, man. Don't worry. Hey, Mike, we're gonna cut Amari, or we're gonna trade Amari Cooper. We're gonna cut Lyle Collins, and uh, we're not gonna have a contingency plan for Tyron Smith. So just figure things out, right? And if you don't, it's your fault, right? It's it's just your fault. You didn't get it done. You're a bad coach. I mean, there is a, a level of failure here that is actually astounding. I mean, that's you know, if I have another sort of takeaway or emotion or just like whatever. I am truly and utterly astounded that that this that this was this predictable and that here we sit on the 25th day in August now and it is it is here it, it is this issue for them um, but you know what first take's going to be at the Star in Frisco on Thursday morning so I mean that's just kind of like the way it goes right I mean it's just kind of hey what whatever you know we'll figure it out first take's going to be here all right we got to figure that out that's the most important thing right now and so it's frustrating. Um, we're all fans of this team. We all want to see them have success. We don't just, you know, we don't line up to be critical, to, to, to have fun or to poke and to prod. We, we say the things that we say because we're doing it from a constructive standpoint. We say the things we say because we want this team to win more than anything, right? That's what we want. We want this team to have on-field success. We want, we want to see things that they haven't done in most of our adult lifetimes, right? We want to be able to experience that. Um, and they just keep setting themselves up in worse positions to do that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm both, I'm obviously mostly incredibly sad, but I am truly amazed that we are here already in this land that everybody except for the brain trust of the Dallas Cowboys was able to see.
right? Like you ever know somebody and, and you know, they, they got into, into some mess or some relationship or, or some situation and everybody around them said, don't do that. Don't, it's going to go this way. Don't do that way. And that one person said, no, 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 I got this. I'm right. I mean, I know I've been that person. I, I've done things against the, the better judgment of, of, of wiser counsel and it's blown up in my face, right? I've been the one who, who looked dumb and I've been the one who had to pay the consequences. And the Cowboys are sitting here saying, God, I know you said, but man, how are we supposed to know? And so that's just, um, that's just where we're at here. It is, um, is it is an astounding situation. Um, it is, it is the worst possible thing that could happen in a practical sense. Um, so all the best to Tyron Smith. We'll obviously know more as Thursday unfolds. So make sure to stay tuned to blogontheboys.com here, the blog on the boys podcast network. And of course the blog on the boys, YouTube channel, our blog on the boys, social properties. We'll keep you updated as best as we can. Um, the Cowboys will play a preseason game on Friday night. They will be on first take. So obviously um, there, there's a lot, um, a lot happening uh, in the world of America's team. My name is RJ Cho. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Cho. You can follow me on TikTok at rj.ochoa. If you'd like to send me an email, you can rj.ochoa at sbnation.com is how you do that. If you are a YouTube watcher, um, you can comment on the video and we'll definitely get to those. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please do subscribe. Please like the video. Those things help us out. If you're listening on the podcast network, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast, Apple devices, Spotify, leave a rating, write a review. Those things help us out. It can be okay still. It can. This is a big setback. All right. We'll see. The ball's in their court, as it usually is. Uh, Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you next time. And uh, we love you all. Go Cowboys.